Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. We say greetings to each one of you and welcome to the show. We're super excited to have you join us this evening for those that are in the studio back room and for those that are listening to us live. We say welcome to each one of you. Our thought today is about wholeness. And I want you to ask yourself, is wholeness a goal? As I sat down and I looked at some material before I came live, I recognized that for me, I had probably been looking at wholeness in only one facet, and that was the spiritual segment of wholeness. But we have to understand that wholeness is actually interconnectivity. It's the interconnectivity of our spirit, our emotions, our mental, our physical, our social, and those things that we do volitionally, which are acts that we do from choosing. Wholeness is the collaboration of all those things operating in us, through us, to benefit us according to God's plan. Isaiah 48, 18 reads this way. If only you had paid attention to my commandments, then your well-being would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. I'll read that to you again, because that's strength to me. It's also correction to me. If only you had paid attention to my commandments, then your well-being would have been like a river, and your righteousness the waves of the sea. Now, in that, of course, we see some metaphors, Um, And we see things that would encourage us about the blessings of obedience. But I want us to look at the fact that if we had paid attention, that, that piece, that obedience piece, that piece to our commandments, then we may be able to actually function in a level of wholeness that we've never operated in before. Wholeness is sometimes defined as two or more parts interconnected. So we have to understand that there's no single element of a whole. There's no single element that's just functioning independently, but it is all a collaboration of these components to bring the wholeness to us. I can admit that for me, I would look at 
wholeness spiritually, emotionally, mentally, not always socially and not always physically, but I recognize the need for us to do all of those things. More specifically, now health, physical fitness for me, seeing the importance of that in me being whole according to God's plan for my life. You might say, well, Val, why is it important that I recognize or understand the significance of all those things when it comes to being whole? We have to because the Spirit of the Lord will instruct us. The Word of God will instruct us from everything to how we function spiritually, how we should operate mentally, how we are emotionally, how we are socially, how we are physically, even down to things that we should eat, like like what things are right for us. Do we even understand the right foods? Mentally, how are we thinking? I, we go think it, but the, the scripture, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That's a mental capacity of wholeness. How are we thinking? Spiritually, how are we operating? Are we being led by the Spirit of God that's been given to us to lead and guide us in truth, never misleading or misdirecting us? Are we staying the narrow path as given to us by the Spirit of God, or are we endeavoring to do the things that are pleasing to our flesh? Socially, how are we responding to people? The Word of God tells us that we should operate in love because love covers a multitude of sin. The Word of God lets us know that God has no respect of person, but we operate often in judgment, that's not going to bring about wholeness in our lives. If we're doing things contrary to what the word states that we should, all of those components are not going to fit together and operate in one sphere of our being to bring about that which we desire, wholeness. In a book that I'm studying from, Caring for God's People by Philip Culbertson, it shows a wholeness wheel. And when you look at this wheel, it would look like we as individuals are compartmentalized in our in these aspects, whether we're spiritual, mental, emotional, social, physical, or volitional. We look like we're compartmentalized, but what they're trying to convey, the writer's trying to convey to us, is that as humans, everything we do, every facet of who we are affects the other facet of who we are. Point in case, if I'm not physically well, then I'm not going to be social. I'm going to probably be very emotional. 
My mental will probably not be intact the way it would, and my spiritual may not be quite what it needs to be. Even with volition, me accepting to do something, if I'm not physically well, I'm not even thinking about doing anything for anybody. But yet we still declare that we want wholeness in the things of God. All these things matter. Each segment of understanding when it comes to wholeness has to be intact. It has to be. And for each one of us, they're going to be different. Who I am physically may not speak to who you are physically or even what you desire physically. Who I am emotionally, spiritually, socially may not be the same as what you are or what you're desiring. But the point is this. If we are obedient to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and revealing to us constantly about these dimensions and any other thing regarding our lives, it helps us to stay on the path of wholeness. It helps us to get on that path and actually experience it. I tell you, wholeness is a goal for me. Wholeness is actually a goal for me now more than ever. For a lot of years, I was content with just being healed. I would be healed from situations. I would be healed from brokenness. I would be healed from physical pain. I would be healed from spiritual letdowns. I would be healed from these things. I would be healed, but I never fully operated in the realm of wholeness. Because I didn't recognize how each one of these things that I had experienced had to connect in order for me to get to that wholeness. And you say, oh, oh, Dr. Val, wait a minute. Uh, this, This might be a little bit too much. It might be a little bit too much, but this is the thing that we have to understand. He said... If only you had paid attention to my commandments. Again, I go back to Isaiah 48, 18. If only you had paid attention to my commandments, then your well-being would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. He's telling us right there, if you pay attention to what I'm saying, you have the capacity to experience wholeness in ways you've never seen before. For mindfulness, a healthy mind is one that's active and alert and aware and open to change. Are you willing to change as the spirit leads or are you very stringent in what you want? It's going to be your way or the highway. If so, guess what? Wholeness may prove to be a challenge for you. I got my mind made up. My mind is made up. I'm not changing. I'm not budging. This is what I want. This is how I want it. I'm not budging. How is God going to move in that? How? When we look at our, our social wholeness, that's giving us the ability to achieve creative balance, creative balance by respecting what others want and how they do things with what we want. Do you ever go places 
and you got your clique, you got your crew, that's who you're going to hang with, and that's it, that's all? How do you integrate wholeness in that if you're only with a specific group of people all the time? When God is a lover of all men, can you break the mold, come, come out of the norm, do something different so that God can be in the midst again? If we want wholeness, then all these things are going to have to work together in order for us to achieve it. Ooh, this is tight. This is tight. Our physical wholeness. Our physical wholeness means that we have to, as as the the church, as the church, because we embody the spirit of God. It dwells on the inside of us. We have to be very mindful of how we're taking care of our temple. How are you taking care of your temple? I'm talking to me. If I'm not talking to anybody else, I'm talking to me because I recognize physically I'm not able to do the things that I used to do. Not that I want to run and jump and leap and do all those things I did as a teenager, but some of the things that I would love to do are challenging. If wholeness is my goal, then it's a requirement that I become physically fit to do what it is that the Spirit of the Lord is saying to me. Even today, my husband said, hey, I went down and I got on the rowing machine and I was looking at this video and the guy was showing me the different ways. I think it was a guy. Was it a guy, hon? A guy was showing him how to do uh, this 20-minute workout on the rowing machine, and he said, you know, it's not the row that's hard. It's, it's how you do it, and you do it, and you relax, and this is something that we talked about months ago, that we would go in the mornings, and we would work out together before we get ready for work, and he, the machinery is there, the bike is there, the rowing machine is there, the weights are there. All these things are in place, but I'm not. I'm not in place. But yet the Spirit of the Lord has said to me, Valerie, in order for you to strengthen these things, you've got to use them. If you want your knees strengthened, you've got to walk, you've got to row, you've got to ride, you've got to do these things. So I'm contradicting myself when I say I'm aiming for wholeness, but yet I'm not being obedient to what it is the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Our emotional wholeness. That we've got to know our emotional IQ. We've got to know how we're navigating relationships emotionally to make sure that we're in the right place to create an atmosphere of wholeness within us. When we understand that our emotions are rooted deeply within ourselves, we realize how important it is to be able to read them, to analyze our responses, and to be emotionally mature enough to balance out our intellect and our instincts. We talk often about, are we being governed by our subconscious or are these conscious movements that we're taking? Emotionally, are these things that we're doing in Instinctive or are they intellect? Our emotional wholeness requires us to be aware of the whole range of emotions and not just being happy or sad or angry or guilty. 
It's about the whole of them. And I, and for those who know me as a counselor, I'm constantly asking people to be honest about your emotions. Don't tell people that you're good and you know that you're not. Don't keep saying, I'm okay, and you know you're not, because again, I got to go back to Isaiah 48:18. If only you had paid attention to my commandments, then your well-being would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. The Spirit of the Lord is saying, honor the commandments that I'm speaking to you. Honor what I'm releasing to you. Honor what I'm revealing to you. Take heart to those things and stop masking the emotions. Stop masking the well-being. Be honest with yourself and allow the Spirit of God to aid you in getting to that right place so that you can experience wholeness. You know, right here in in this moment, I, I just have to pause and ask the Lord to forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me for speaking a thing without truly desiring the thing. That's one of the situations where I talk a good talk, but I won't walk in the walk. But if I'm going to truly be the living epistle of God, being led by his spirit that others through me will be drawn to him. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Then I have to look like what I'm talking about. Ooh, I have to look like what I'm talking about. And so I have to be striving towards wholeness in every facet of my life. It's not just enough for me to be spiritual. It's not enough for me to be prophetic and apostolic. It's not enough for me to have sharp discernment and can recall things that that I've heard. It's not enough that I'm loving even those that have done all manner of evil against me. It's not enough that I'm forgiving. It's not enough that I'm constantly desiring to operate with the mind of Christ to know that even though I have fault, God looks beyond my fault to see the need that I have. And because he's loving and he's faithful and he's kind, he's offering to me brand new grace and brand new mercy every day to equip me to fulfill his mandate in the earth. I got to have all of this and you do too. If wholeness is really our goal, we have to become more intentional in doing what it is the Spirit of God is saying in every one of these sections. In our spirit, our mental, our emotional, our social, excuse me, our physical, and our volitional. We have to become intentional in every one of those facets. If we truly desire wholeness, in our lives. Just take a moment with me because I'm just picturing what wholeness might really look like, what it might really feel like. Would I be, would I go out and do more? Even on a rainy day like we've had today, 
Would I have gone out and done more than just my run to Walmart? Would I have taken advantage of the rainy day and sit out on the mountain and just enjoy watching the fog? Or would I have gone to the mall and enjoy seeing people or gone to the theater and watched the show? If I was operating in wholeness, would I have taken advantage of that and maybe gone to the gym? Or called one of the trainers and asked them to work out with me. If I was truly operating in wholeness, saying that wholeness is in fact a goal for me, would I have done some things differently if that truly is my desire? Because one thing I know for certain is that if it's something that we want, we go after it. We don't make excuses. We go after it if it's something we really want. You know, a few months back, I was listening to people complain about buying tickets to go to somebody's concert, and they were saying, oh, these tickets cost X amount of dollars. People were doing whatever they needed to do to buy that ticket. Some of them didn't pay a bill, but they bought that ticket. Why? Because that's what they wanted to do. They neglected a response. Uh, uh, not a response, they they neglected something that was a requirement that they needed to be responsible for doing. They neglected that to do something that they wanted. And so if we're saying that, Lord, I want wholeness, I want to be whole in you, then I have to ask you, brothers and sisters, what exactly are we doing? Matthew 9, 2 says, but Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. At once the woman was made well. Your faith has made you well. We see that in Matthew, Mark. We, we see it a couple different times about our faith making us well, making us whole. But I'm saying to each one of us, it takes more than faith for us to get the dimension of wholeness that many of us are desiring. It takes faith. It takes action. It takes strategy. It takes intentionality. It takes vision. It takes the leading of the Holy Spirit. It takes our obedience. If we truly desire wholeness, It takes obedience to be whole. Again, I share with you all that for a minute, for a good minute, I only considered wholeness as a spiritual dimension, that if I was spiritually whole, whole, then I would be able to function in everything according to God's plan. Student, the more I study and the more I learn, the more I can accept that I was thinking wrong and I can correct myself and take correction because I desire to be everything that God requires that I be. And our slogan is, once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower others. I felt it was important to share this with you all because many of us do desire wholeness in our lives, 
but many of us are not going about it in the way that wholeness will be made manifest in us. So today, again, I remind you of this scripture in Isaiah forty-eight eighteen. If only you had paid attention to my commandments, then your well-being would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Brothers and sisters, we have to know that our obedience, our obedience, I'll say it again, our obedience to what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us or revealing to us is necessary if we desire to function in a relational dimension with God called wholeness. We have to look at our spiritual walk. We have to look at our social interaction. We have to look at our physical well-being, our mental well-being, our emotional well-being, and our volitional well-being, making sure that they are all intact and interconnected such that we are glorifying God in every facet of our being. When we can do that, when we can do that, then I think we're going to experience something that's going to be so powerful. I'm looking forward to that day. I'm checking me today. I want, I really desire to operate in the wholeness, wholeness according to God's plan. I, I, want, I want that. I really want that. It is my prayer that for those who are listening now and those who are listening later will be listening later that this message has inspired you and empowered you to really take a closer look at your walk, a closer listen to your talk, that maybe you've been talking talking a thing, but you ain't really been pursuing that thing according to what God requires, that now you're going to do it a little differently. You're going to seek what it is the Spirit of God wants you to do, and you're now going to function Paying attention to his commandments. Paying attention. Flourish. It will flourish like a river. And you'll be able to have all that it is the Spirit of God has for you. We say love and blessings to each one of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us again next time on Empower to Empower Others. Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.